Good morning, good morning again, world, on site, on location. Uh, welcome this morning to a special, special edition of the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, we begin 30 minutes, a little bit later uh, than usual, uh, because of a number of things that's been uh, happening within our country um, and to uh, our race of people. Um, and so we weren't boycotting world. Don't, don't think we're boycotting 30 minutes of the early morning sports talk podcast. Um, but in a way, we just wanted to start a little later just to uh, be in relation to what was going on uh, with everything, with the unrest in our country. So with that being said, introducing this morning again, the guru, although again, I am sure he will not label himself as the guru, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Going on. And for those who do not know who I am, of course, you guys probably know. And we are in the midst of Rachel Chinkton within our nation. We are additionally in playoff territory for the NBA, NHL, and MLS. Um, good baseball is being played in WNBA is entertaining which gives us an additional reason to be excited. Um, but that excitement sometimes is not worth the excitement because sometimes it's bigger than basketball and sometimes things are bigger than sports. Um, you just walk around the world and you see people, um, you know, or let's just say within the United States or within our communities, people like a little bit down, a little bit dreary, dragging, and they're dragging because they don't have sports. And it shows you just how deeply or how, quick uh, things could change and how the impact of um, not having sports on our television screens can change just a whole bunch of things. And so uh, we got a genuine conversation to have this morning uh, with the political unrest that is affecting our nations, our cities, and most importantly, our people. <clears throat> and so with that being said, Jamal, I'll head on after you. Just give me your thoughts, man, on what's going on in our country right now. Man, like, tension is like through the roof right now this this past week like you know everybody has definitely been emotional to say the least of things that's been happening particularly in uh, Kenosha Wisconsin with uh, Jacob Blake and that situation and how that turned out fortunately you know he's alive in a stable condition but um, yeah that whole situation personally for me rubbed me the wrong way of how like the end result of it I'm not sure. Personally, I'm not, I don't know all the full details or I've, I'm pretty sure I, I've heard them, but forgot right now. But I just know the end result of seven shots in the back to an individual. Like, there's nothing you can say to me that would justify that ever. Right. Especially ever. from law enforcement. Like, mm -hmm. there was definitely, he was definitely outnumbered by law enforcement going to his, uh, his truck with his kids in the car like like I don't know particularly what happened until that point but I just know like it's a number of ways to um come to a different conclusion instead of what we seen from the video footage and then yeah. and then you know the aftermath of that with the the protesting and quote-unquote rioting and that whole situation with the 17-year-old kid and mm -mm -mm. man I, 
privilege. I mean, I, oh, wow. I, I mean, wow, man. Um, Jamal, let me take the mic from you for, oh, for, for a minute, bro. I, I'm gonna be a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a while. Do your thing. So, like, just starting with the 17 y'all, let's compare him right now to Jacob Flick. Okay. Black man, white man. He's the darling of America. He's the enemy of America. Um, he is viewed as a sexual assault person. Um, or let's say you got idiots, man, that's be on the internet. They, you know, they try to come up with so many excuses. Excuses to justify their levels of hatred, their levels of animosity, their levels of what we consider really is racism. You take this kid and you try to say, okay, he's an NRA member, he's a kid, he's 17, or he's blah, 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 he's going through stuff. You know how uh, a white kid goes shoot up a damn movie theater, but they, they love guns, by the way, white kids. Um, and I, I'm, I'm gonna be a little racist this morning, so if you don't wanna walk, if you guys don't wanna watch the early morning sports talk podcast, don't do so. This white kid, he literally, you know, go shoot up a movie theater. He go shoot up a church. He go shoot up a daycare with goddamn babies, okay? And oh yeah, this kid, he has mental issues. Oh, his father wasn't home. Oh, uh, he's been bullied at school um, and, and they stepped on his shoe or they, they knocked this ice cream out of his hand. Um, and he's angry at the world for that. Uh, he's just a kid, you know? But meanwhile, literally, bro, you see on the internet, you see messages after messages after messages of sick white Americans, sick Latino Americans, I'm calling you out, sick black Americans. That's literally justifying the shooting of Jacob Blake. I don't give a damn if Jacob Blake broke in your house and raped your wife. At the end of the day, he shouldn't have been shot seven times. This was a very simple arrest, America. Very simple arrest. This guy shouldn't have never made it to the car in the first place. Right, Jamar? Correct. You had plenty of options to arrest him prior to getting in the car. Now you sit there and say, yeah, the police tried to comply with him. They tried to talk to him. Okay, yes, they tried to talk to him. But they just get to a certain point to where you just simply begin to wrestle with this guy. You do something to try to get him to the ground. If he act a fool, you tase him. Simple. If he gets in the car and he opens the door and he's being an idiot in you guys' eyes, which yes, I don't agree with. I don't agree with him opening that door. I don't know why Jacob did that. I don't right. know why. But at that point, all you had to do tase him. I would have tased the dog crap out of the brother, and then I would have dragged him, threw him on the ground. We would have arrested him. Boom. Simple as that. But no, 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 no. They just like the thugs on the streets. Up that thing. Bang, 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 bang. Seven times. Quick. Quick result, nothing to talk about. It's like now, man, the police, they don't want to work hard. They don't want to fight you. They don't want to wrestle with you. I guess maybe it hurts their knees. I don't know, bro. Maybe maybe after they wrestle with somebody, their knees get hurt, you know, 
lot of these guys are old and, 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 and you know, a lot of them are just really bad biases. It hurts their knees, I guess, Jamar. <laughs> I guess, you know, I was wrestling with my brother not too long ago. I guess I felt it in my knees a little bit. So I guess maybe a police officer. <laughs> I guess a police officer might feel it too if they got to arrest somebody. They don't want to feel that. That hurts. So I guess the quickest result, the quickest option is to up that thing seven times. Quickest result, boom, in front of everybody. Now, I can tell you really from my mindset what was going through that guy's mind. What was going through that guy's mind is everybody around, right, Jamar? You know how our community do. We want to make sure we get that on camera just so the world can see what these guys execute in their bubbles and how they think they're right, of course, right? America, white America, they, they always think they're right. They're never wrong. Um, they're never wrong, ever. And if they are wrong, they try to find excuses and try to change the narrative. Always. So um, this guy, you know, um, Cal Rittenhouse, let's, let's get on him for a second. Um, he literally, you know, yes, he was antagonized by people. People antagonized him because he's obviously walking through the streets with a chopper. A AR-45 chopper, um, very life-threatening gun. Um, oftentimes, you hit with it in the right place. There's no surviving that. Not at all. And so he's walking through the streets. Um, little people are antagonizing him. I don't think he maybe shot or killed any African-Americans in this case. These are all like, you know, uh, these are Caucasian-Americans that were fighting for what's right. And... Possibly some might argue, yeah, they shouldn't have antagonized him or ran up on him and different things. But it was just the fact for me that he was able to walk through the streets with that chopper. If I was a member of the NRA um, and I walked through the streets and I shot that gun once, I, I just, it's no way in hell, Jamar. I feel like I would have survived. I would have got hit with choppers. I don't think it's no way at all. No, 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 no. Now, Jacob Blake, yeah, you know, the police, they say they knew about his history and all these different things prior to him. These idiots, Jamar, on the internet, they talk about his kids. They talk about how he got six kids. Uh, I guess somehow this makes him a low life in their eyes. I guess somehow this makes them or makes him a bad person just because he got six kids. Um, he lays around all day, I guess, and, 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 you know, they even talk about how he's trying to, you know, pr you know, have domestic violence against this woman and have his seven child. I'm just saying, like, all these different narratives that white America and idiots that follow white America, you, you idiot followers, are literally trying to create excuse after excuse after excuse. What's the excuse for Kyle Rittenhouse other than white privilege? I have never in my life seen a man, I've never seen especially a black man, but I've never seen a man with a chopper walk right past the police. And they literally get out one minute, get down on the ground, and then the police get back in the car, bro, and drive away. And then you got big militant machines, uh, tanks, that they stop like they want to do something, then they just ride on by because the other officer got in the car. I still to this moment want to get an excuse or get a reason, but I mainly want to get an excuse in this case, because of course it's an excuse, Jamar. 
I want to get an excuse on why they let Cal Rittenhouse go to his house, which is about 15 minutes from me, bro. Kenosha's only about 40 minutes from him. Literally get in his car and go right back home. I, I, I just firmly believe that if I was a black man and I did that, even if I was a member of the NRA, even if I was a, a God-fearing American protecting, uh, you know, the businesses and different things. And yes, we're not idiots, America. We will, we understand that stance. We understand that. We truly do. But what we don't understand is how he gets away with it. How he literally is not even approached. Not even just put in a car. That gun is a threat. That's a real threat, guys. But you telling me a black man without a weapon, this is what you're telling us in your actions. You're telling us that this black man without a weapon is a bigger threat than Kyle Rittenhouse with an assault rifle 45. That he done let off rounds and shot four people and still walked away. That's a bigger threat, right? If you believe that you are sick, you are sick sick. It ain't no way to justify you are sick mentally in your brain and in your heart. And you need a checkup for real. If you think there's any reason why this black man without a weapon, without anything that could potentially harm these officers is a bigger threat than Cal Rittenhouse with an assault rifle that's letting rounds off against plenty of people. Shot four people, killed two. But somehow, some way, he's a bigger threat. Somehow, some way, he deserved to be shot and paralyzed more than Kyle Rittenhouse, who walked away without any issue. If you believe that, you are sick. You are tremendously sick. And you need, like, serious, serious help. And so, this is the America we live in. I do my best every day, Jamar, in this country. I be as excellent as possible because I like rubbing it in white America face that yes, I am a black male. I am everything you do not want me to be. But I'm gonna continue to be everything you don't want me to be. And I'm gonna grow and develop and be more excellent because you are my motivation. Thank you, you give me a lion, a dog, a man of God, motivation. You motivate me so hard, so hard to be excellent and rub it right in your face. What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? I know how to approach the police, but I don't respect them. No, I don't. I don't respect the police because I don't have much of a reason to respect them. Now, with certain police officers, I do respect. And sadly and unfortunately, most of those officers are part of the communities that I'm in. Why? Because those people understand me. They understand the struggle. They understand what's going on. They try and they do their best to try and understand. They don't just automatically go off of something that they've seen their whole lives in their bubbles and then just say, hey, you're automatically wrong because you don't believe what I believe. They try to understand. I'm a man to where I try to understand the other side, but I promise you there's not much rationalization behind it. 
I see privilege. I see hate. I see stuff that's been going on since the beginning of time and people just don't want to change. But I tell you what, on this podcast, we ain't having it. You ain't got to watch it. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to comment. You can keep scrolling. You can unfriend us both. Period. 100. We're going to keep moving. And if you unfriend us, that might motivate us to go even harder. Okay? So I tell you what. There is no way in hell that you can tell me that that brother, Jacob Blake, without a weapon, getting in his car, couldn't have been easily arrested. There's no way to tell me that his background should have resulted in him being shot seven times. No way. There's no way, yes, of him being angry at his girlfriend and possibly having some domestic violence, that he should have still been shot in the black seven times. There's no way. There's no way that even if he got in his car, which he shouldn't have made it to his car, that he had to have been shot seven times. He should have been tased. Or he should have been at least grabbed or something. Any police officer with common sense to know that. You, you, you can't sell me that. Don't sell me that. No, no, no. I'm not buying that BS. There's no way you can sell me that. You can sell that to a dummy, but I ain't a dummy. So you, you can sell that to a dummy. And there's no way Cal Rittenhouse with an AK AR-45 chopper should have walked past the police and not got approached, went home to his big, beautiful mansion in Crystal Lake, Illinois, and went to his auntie's house in Antioch, Illinois, after he knew the cops was after him, and still got away scot-free, wasn't touched, wasn't harmed, wasn't even questioned. There's no way you can tell me that. All right, Jamar. Go ahead, go ahead, my brother. I, I had to get my piece out. I mean, I feel like you hit the nail on the head. It's, I'm, it's, I mean, personally, I'm exhausted, just mm-hmm. mentally exhausted. And mm-hmm. like I tell people, I tell coworkers, like, like, look, I have to work twice as hard to get to where you are. Come on, I have to. Tell that truth. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to bat a hundred, like a thousand percent, to, you know, make sure I'm here the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, it's just unbelievable that, you know how, how blatant things and situations are now, because of the technology that's you know, out there to give an outlet to, you know, expose all of this. And, and it's like, nobody gets it. Like, they get it. They just think they prideful. Any person probably. with common sense get it. They get it. They get it. Probably. They, they just, they don't want to let go of their proud stance. And sometimes pride to kill people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. They, 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 they feel like they died going to hell with it. And that's what they want to do. Yeah. And this past week, I like when when something is in my heart, I I I let it out. And this week it was more so on on Facebook, social media. Like I posted definitely a few statuses just a, a, explaining like my hurt, how I feel, 
about the things that's going on. And truth be told, you know, people show their true colors. And, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, perfectly fine with that because that was the point of me posting that because it's like, I just want to know where people stand at this point. Right. It's, it's, I don't, man, dude. And I think, <laughs> I think what really nailed the, um, hit the nail on the head on this one, and this might be a, you know, perfect segue to the next segment here, was when people were getting mad at the NBA players for not playing. Come on. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? Like, they, like, in, in order for them to play in this bubble right now, part of it was an agreement of displaying how they feel about the situations with Black people. Hence, why they got on the court, Black Lives Matter, on every court that you see. Hence, why mm-hmm. they got the names, these certain, um, you know, names on the back of their jerseys that they choose to try to, you know, give awareness and change the stigma that's in America right now. So to sit up here and tell me that, that, that I scroll on my Facebook page to see people are upset and tell them that don't do this at your work. Like don't not press protest at your work, like do your job and play bad, like stuff like that. I think that like, you know, really set it off for me because I'm mm-hmm. you know, really passionate about sports. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that are bigger than basketball, bigger than sports in general. And the fact that, that people are, you know, more worried about the quote-unquote facts of the case. I feel like the quote-unquote facts of an individual is more important than, I guess, dehumanizing an individual. Like, you cannot, once again, you cannot sit up and tell me that seven shots to the back to a person is justifiable in any means. Especially in that particular situation, you know, that, I'm and, a, and it strongly depends on the situation. And that situation is not justifiable. It's not. So white America and, and, and idiots that follow white America keep trying to find ways to justify it. It's no way you can justify. Stop it! You're making yourself look like a fool. Stop it! You keep trying and trying. And guess what? You're looking dumber and dumber. Just like the movie. Love that movie, by the way. Love Dumb and Dumber by Jim Carrey. I love that movie. Agreed. Classic, bro. That's a classic, man. But that's how you guys are looking. You're looking retarded. (laughs) You're looking pretty dumb right now. And so you're right, Jamar. There's no way, man, for you to tell me in regards to the NBA athletes, which now leads into our next segment that it's a justifiable reason for them to go ahead and continue playing. Yes, I understand, you know, what happened with the facts and different things, you know, blah, 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 or people stating that, yeah, you're making a stronger stance by playing. No, you're not. Bill, you were on this podcast, and we talked at the gym yesterday morning. But, brother, I had to check you on the spot. And I'm going to let people know just what we talked about right here on the podcast. You mentioned that you feel that the athlete should 
continue playing because it makes a stronger stance. For for Lewis, for listeners, for viewers, if you agree with him, go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. But for me, as a black male, I understand what those black males are going through. You're not a black male, Bill. Truthfully, Bill, you're from the North Suburbs, bro. You couldn't even fathom, okay? You've never been pulled over and shot at. You've never been viewed in certain ways. You've never been working out in the gym. White girls, they try to avoid you on purpose just because they're afraid of you. Like I'm literally going to attack you and your precious sauerkraut smelling body on purpose. Like I really got time for that. You, you must think you're that important, huh? Really? I'm letting loose on I'm letting loose on folks this morning. I don't give a damn if you don't like it. You and your smell, you, you and your sauerkraut smelling breath. You think you I'm really gonna attack you. I'm really gonna bother you. You, you. you think you're that important. When I'm happily married to a beautiful princess, beautiful queen, two beautiful princesses. Like I really got time for that. Like, I really got time to jump in the narrative that you think about me and that you've been raised upon thinking that most of us are like. Because you live in a bubble. That's your fault you want to live in a bubble. You want results, get out of that bubble. You want results, hit the streets. Go to those communities. Find out what it's like. Then you got a reason to talk. So then shut your damn mouth. So at the end of the day, you, you make your stance, right, Bill? And you state this and you state that. Okay. Understood. But you've never walked in those athletes' shoes. So how can you comment? Most of white America, they just pissed off Jamarcus. They don't have nothing to look at now. I mean, they do today now, but they were just pissed off they don't have the entertainment that they're used to. They're just pissed off they don't have the African Americans as being their entertainment dummies that they've been used to for so long. And they hate to see an African-American woke. They hate it. Oh, man. For various reasons they hate it, because it's challenging the democracy that they've built, the democracy that they've ridden, the democracy that they've lived off for so long and benefited from. Who in their right mind would, most people wouldn't like that. We understand on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, you guys don't like that. But also got news, y'all. God don't like that. God don't like that. God don't like liars. God don't like people that sit here and try to have from the truth. God don't like people that are prideful. God don't like that. And so you try to justify all these excuses to try to come up with a certain point. NBA players, Naimo Osaka, MLS, NHL, I am proud of y'all. And some people say, Jamar, well, what's two days going to do? You might as well just sit out for the whole season. I can see that point. I can see that. Okay, I can see y'all point that, yeah, you know, you can just go ahead and sit out and just end it for the whole thing. Because if you do it, then it's like you're kind of reneging on a card game of spades. Or it's like you're kind of, you know, getting into something that you should have just not got into. And it's not being honest to you know, what your original stance was. But the athletes, their biggest motivation, guys, they just, they want to play basketball and they want to go back and get that ring. 
That's the biggest reason why they're doing it. I can tell y'all, that's the biggest reason why they're doing it. But if they really wanted to make a stance um, in regards to everything, they're not playing basketball to make a stance. They're not really doing that, guys. They're not. They're doing that out of passion for the game, out of, out of, out of love for their fans. And even, you know, up to this point, the love for the fans, they understand the fans, the true fans understand and not the idiots, not the dummies, not the people that look at athletes as sports dummies because most of them are black. Those are the ones that's pissed off because they're used to us entertaining them. It's just like being in a puppet show or it's just like being at a, um, at a circus and, and all the entertainment is African-American and all the owners, they got their hats on. They, they're all sitting there congregating. Yeah, look at the look at the look at the look at the black dummy Brandon. Look at him running around in a circle. Yeah, that's what I expect of him. That's what mm-hmm. I expect of him. But he doesn't do that. Oh no, oh no, oh no. This this nigga's getting out of control here. We gotta find a way to control this nigga. We got we gotta find a way to li- limit this guy because he's being very disrespectful here. And so, as a result, there's anger. There's hostility. There's a number of things. Okay. We get that. But once again, I ask everyone that believes that the athletes should never boycott it. Do you truly understand where they are coming from? Have you been in their shoes? And if you don't want to understand that, then the hell with you. That's just your issue. Doesn't mean we don't have to be friends. Doesn't mean we don't have to say hi. Doesn't mean that we can have same political views. That's fine. That's what make America, baby. That's fine. But at the same time, when it comes to this conversation, I'm sticking with my stance and that's it. And I'm a Leo. I got pride too. I really do. And Jamal's a Leo as well. Well, we say pretty much we mean it and that's it. And you can stick with yours, but just know I'm sticking with mine. So you can save all the other stuff Period. I've opened myself to other stances, other points, and they just, there's no justification behind it. I, there's no justification behind it. So I'm very proud of the NBA athletes for taking their stance. And I tell you what, white America want to continue to act up. This next boycott, if it happens again, you guys can forget it. It's a wrap. If there's another boycott, it's a wrap for all the season, all that stuff. And for the idiots that get online, Jamar, and they sit there and want to talk about salaries, it's not about money, dummies. And additionally, for these NBA athletes, they make more money than you and your stinky sauerkraut smelling breath any day. Okay? They make a lot more money than you. So if they literally walk away from the game, it ain't hurting their pockets, but it's pissing you off, I'm sure. It's pissing you off, buddy, uh, Mr. Mr. Um, Philip Fuentes, uh, Mr. Latino, buddy. Um, it's, it's pissing you off, I'm sure, because now you can't watch your MLS or you can't watch your NBA. Um, you can't post your pictures of Luka, Luka Doncic saying that he's going to win the championship just because he uh, scored a basket on Reggie Jackson. If Kawhi Leonard would have scored, me and Jamar know that series would be over by now. Kawhi Leonard, there ain't no way in hell Luka Doncic would even got that shot off probably. And I got news for you, Mr. Philip Fuentes. You notice how the Clippers clap back game five. 
I've been in sports for quite some time. Game six, you can try to wish your buddy Luke Doncic luck all you want. Clippers gonna route them, just like they did game five. Greatness proves itself in the moments of adversity. And unfortunately, true, uh, most of the best athletes in the world are black. Whites, they're great. They try to work hard with energy. They, they, they work hard, they move, they hustle. They do all the small things. They just don't have the skill, a lot of them. Luka Doncic is great. He's a great ball player. And that kid got a bright future. And he might get a championship one day. But I tell you what, Mr. Philip Fuentes, in the next 10 years, he got to deal with Giannis. He got to deal with a Kawhi. He got to deal with Donovan Mitchell. He got to deal with Jamal Murray. He got to deal with a Zion Williamson. He got to deal with a John Morant. He got to deal with a lot of people. It ain't just about him. So I understand you want to be all excited because he's a white male and that you finally want a white male on top of this thing of basketball. But just know this, he got a lot of competition. Okay, a whole lot of competition. And so before you go crowning him as the greatest this or greatest that, just know and understand um, he got a lot of competition, okay? And generally it's about matchups. And so Mr. Philip Fuentes, um, I'm pretty sure now you feel really silly, um, especially after I commented on Facebook and hurt your feelings. Um, I predicted to you that the Clippers were gonna route them in game five and that's exactly what they did. The game was over before the half. Before the end of the first half, the game was over. It'll likely be the same this time. Some, sometimes you guys need humble pie, and you'll get humble pie. You'll get humble pie. And even if 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 Luka Doncic was to get past the uh, get past the Clippers, I don't even think they'll get past the Jazz. Not without Kristaps Porzingis, because Rudy Gobert would dominate them in the He'll dominate them up. He'll dominate them down low. Dominate them. Absolutely annihilate them. Then if they was to get past the Jazz, I don't think it ain't no way in hell they're getting past LeBron. And then they would have to get past the Bucks, or they would have to get past my Celtics. And good luck with that. So before you go crowning people just because they're white and you want to see white America dominate everything, get to the facts, buddy. Be realistic and stop being an ass, you donkey. All right. So with that being said, um, Jamar, you have any more thoughts, man, before we move on to sports? Um, I guess, you know, if it pertains to uh, just going back to the NBA players, and <laughs> it's like I feel like people or America in general feel like, oh, these athletes, uh, they get paid millions of dollars. Uh, there, there's no such thing as racism to them. Like, what dumb because oh. it feels like if you know you have a lot of money, you know situations just go away. That that's that's what I really feel like. You're still that, getting profiled, just like everybody else. Man, didn't uh, I heard, but they don't uh, understand that, Jamar. They don't understand that because they've never been in those shoes. And there's been plenty of professional athletes, black professional athletes, that has been in situations. Uh, including police situations. Remember uh, Sterling Brown a couple mm -hmm. years ago? Well, waiting outside his car, I think he was having car issues, came up to him in a Walgreens, just harassing him, threw him in jail. Um, was it, uh, I think Doc Rivers been pulled over so many times he can't count, had his house burnt down too before. 
Oh, um, Sam Mitchell. Yeah, man, just recently. He was saying on NBA TV how him and his wife were pulled over, um, you know, about a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the officer was just extremely rude, aggressive, like ready to be on some, ready to be on some, ready for the wrong move, ready to let that thing go. Because uh, obviously, you know, there's a lot of biases. And so um, he was just letting, you know, us know on NBA TV, like um, how, how threatened he felt for his life. Which is insane, which is insane. And funny thing is, when some of these situations, Cox, Jamar, excuse me, brother, he was gonna shoot Sam Mitchell because he wasn't no longer a head coach and he didn't lead his Toronto Raptors to an NBA championship <laughs> at the time. Oh man, it, it's it's crazy because, like, <laughs> some of those from what I read, some of the situations definitely did a complete one eighty once the cop realized who that individual was. Mm-hmm. Just because of their stature, their their, you know, their their celebrity platform, it's like like right there. That's that's it in a nutshell. It should not, you know, we should not have to be a star status to get treated different. It, it, right, you know, and that's that thing, bro. Oh my God, Jamai, you just hit on some, bro. You just hit on some. They. The stars get treated a little better than an average show, right? They do just because they right. have recognizable faces. But it shouldn't have to be like that, idiots. It shouldn't have to be to where a person that's a superstar has to get star treatment. And, and when he get pulled over, you want an autograph. But yet you pull over a Brandon Price, um, you know, a guy that's not recognized on television. And um, if I make a wrong move in my glove department, get shot eight times in the chest. Um, you know, and, and I just really strongly feel that White America, they got a big animosity, man. They just do, and they take it out. That's it. That's simply it. They they think we're lazy. They think we just want to make babies. They think we're incompetent. They just think so many things, and it just yeah. shows in their actions. They do, yeah. and and you know, like the protests. Like I feel like if the NBA and these other sports uh, players did not do it, especially the NBA, since, you know, part of their reason for coming back, they didn't do it, then we'd be looking at them sideways, like, what was the point of you coming back and playing with all this action, with, you know, with all these uh, stipulations and no action for it? So, yeah, I agree. If there is another boycott, it's definitely a wrap. Yeah. It is. That, that one right there was just, you know, to put the world on notice, like. Yeah, that's hey, all it was, just putting the world on notice. Like we we're for real about this. Like something has to give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? So so yeah, that's that's my piece on that, man. Um I'm pretty sure more people show their true colors as days go by, and that's all right. Right. Show your true colors. And guess what? When you guys show your true colors, we will show our true colors too. And and that that'd just be the way it is. You show your true colors, I'm going to show mine too. Simple as that. You ain't got to like my true colors. Just like I ain't got to like yours. That's what makes America great, right? And so with that, um, I want your comments, bro, on um, number 45. Um, and his uh, comments stating that uh, the NBA athletes protesting are absurd and silly. That was his comments, that the NBA protests and the sports protests are absurd and silly. And so one, not once has Donald Trump mentioned Jacob Blake. 
Not once has he mentioned anything in regards to the sports world. Um, what's your why? Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, I feel so bad for him. He's going to get crushed. White America's going to vote for him. They are. They're going to show up, guys, but we got to show up, too. That's what this platform is for, the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Guys, if you are watching, ladies, if you are watching, do your best to drag other people to voting places. The NBA, NFL, whoever, open your big, huge stadiums up. Right, Jamar? Open your stadiums up and have them as polling places. It'll make it so much easier for people. And that's why I they'll love to go down. Right. That they'll love to go down to the United Center and, and get some votes in. They'll love to go down to the Wing Trust Arena and get their votes in. They'll love that. They'll love to go to Chicago State University with that big old Jones Communication Center. And they'll love to cast their votes. They'll love to go to UIC uh, down right next to the United Center and cast their votes at the UIC Pavilion. Or they'll love to go to Soldier Field, US Cellular Field, Wrigley Field. You name it. They'll love to go to those places and poll their votes. And you guys have the platform. So Lightfoot, if you know, you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. But if you got a friend that's listening, do your best to open up these polling places. And we ain't just speaking to you to try to get popularity. We just speaking the truth, baby. Do your best to open up whatever platforms you can open up to have a huge venue. And plus, the bigger the venue, the better the social distancing. The bigger the venue, the better the social distancing, and the more people that will be incentivized and motivated to come out. So just, just a thought, but other cities are doing it. The Houston Rockets have done it at the Toyota Center. They're going to use their place as a polling center. Maybe other teams should follow suit. If, yeah. if, if we want to make change, we got to do our part. we got to use the resources that we have. I'm literally dragging people with me to the polling booth, bro. I'm dragging people, like dragging them. I, I drive you, I, I be your escort, whatever. Now I gotta vote in my town, but when it comes to my siblings and my family, I drag them, I, I, be, I, I be your Uber, baby, let's go. And <laughs> do what you gotta do, bro. Y'all wanna go out, get a drink afterwards, whatever to motivate you to get out and vote. Whatever you need, you wanna work out, you want to go get some ice cream? Whatever you want to do, we can ride out. We go vote. And after we vote, then we can do whatever you want to do. But as long as you cast that vote, because white America going to come out. They're going to show up. They believe in patriotism. They believe in that democracy. They believe in a God-fearing America. But guess what? We got to believe in a God-fearing America, too. And we can't be around him making excuses, crying and complaining. We got to get up. On that morning, if prior to voting or prior to that uh, election on November 3rd, early voting, highly suggested. For people in Chicago, you can vote downtown early voting. You can cash your mail-in ballots. Skip Donald Trump. He don't like it because he knows that's another method for him to lose. So he's all in tour with the mail system and the mail people and having them, you know, testifying this and that because he doesn't like that. It's amazing. Literally, um, he's got the, the head of the U.S. Mail and Postal Service all in Congress 
um, trying to find fraud against him and different things in the U.S. postal system. Ridiculous. I don't remember the exact story, but I know it's something in that ballpark. I don't know the exact. That's ridiculous, man. Right, and so I'm saying, America, Democrats. Yes, I'm a Democrat. You don't like it? You can get off the early morning sports talk podcast. Get out. Make your voice be heard. This is one step. This is one step. And in order to make things a little better in this country, guys, we got to get the right representation from our communities, starting with our aldermen, on to our governors, on to our mayors. Sorry, prior to the mayor, I mean, prior to the governor, our mayors after our aldermen, our congressmen, our senate, our house of reps, uh, on to our governors, and then on to the president. We, 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 gotta, we gotta create that change. We gotta create that change so that we can have the representation, y'all, not for the popular vote. Me and Jamar know that Biden's gonna win the popular vote. We're concerned about the electoral college. That's our concern. Because if the right representation is not in the electoral college, all that stuff that happened three to four years with all that voting that led up to 2020, if we ain't get out, guess what? Donald still got representation in the Electoral College. And that's where he possibly could win. This all plays a role, guys. All that, yeah. all those all strategy. Right. And so if we're not doing every piece to get up to that point, then he's going to have the representation. So get out, guys. Make your voice be heard. Um, and yeah, Jamar, um, I'm pretty sure I know your, what, what you think about uh, Donald Trump's comment um, of uh, the NBA protests being absurd. And stuff, I mean, right? I, I was going to ask you one question and one question yeah. only. Like, are you surprised? <laughs> are you really surprised? No. No. I mean, I mean, I could say what they about Donald Trump this whole time. He's been, he's been as real as it gets. He's been consistent of who he is. So, I mean, any situation that's about, you know, dealing with black folks and Black Lives Matter and equality and level playing field. He's not for it. He's not. So it's like, are you really surprised? Like, I mean, he 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 uh, glorified the people from uh, Charlottesville, uh, Virginia that one time. That right. that whole debacle. But no, I mean, it is what it is. I, it, Whatever he says to me personally just goes in one ear out the other. I ignore the guy and just continue to do what I'm doing. Same here, man. So shout out to number 45 for being a dummy. Um, your time is coming up, buddy. Um, and so, um, yeah, you know, uh, you've helped us out financially a little bit with the economy. But other than that, you have received a failing grade as a president. It's been, it's been unbelievably bad. I mean, Jesus Christ. Christ, Lord, help us, please, help us. Lord, help us, please. Uh, this has been an unbelievable leader um, that is, I mean, divisive. Divisive ain't even a word. Divisive ain't even a word. If you are an athlete, you should not be voting for Donald Trump. He's not for you. Why should you be for him? Why? An athlete of today. And shout out to Brian Erlacher, by the way. I will never, ever, ever talk about you ever again, you bomb scrub. 
My last memory yeah. of you is you getting juked by Frank Gore. Your bum. Damn. My last memory of you was Done. trying to get a two-year extension with the Bears, and they like, bro, you washed up. My my last memory of you is when I see uh, these hair um, things, uh, these hair advertisements, and how uh, screwed up your hair looks. Uh, you look terrible with that hairdo, bro. You look terrible. You need to just go ahead and go back bald again. I know you want to look like the rich white man uh, and have that white privilege, but you look terrible with that gold thing over your head. It looks like a snake, a big old rattlesnake on top of your head. It looks really bad, Brian Orlacca. And so shout out to you for those very um, comments, uh, those very great comments. Once again, you are a very firm stander and believe what you believe. And guess what? On the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, we stand firm too. We believe what we believe, period. What a joke. What an absolute joke. And you've, you've had a great career, man. You've given us great memories and different things. But guess what? Not anymore. Um, my, my brother, my family, we've always been, we've always thought that Lance Briggs is a better linebacker than you anyway. And don't think that you just are all cemented. You, you, you got white privilege uh, for getting in the Hall of Fame very quickly. Most linebackers don't get in that fast, but white privilege led you to get in quickly. It was like, damn, that's quick. And so, yeah, you had a great career in different things, but shout out to you. Um, I hope that you are open to listen, but knowing you, you probably not open to listen. You think you're right. You don't care who you offend, and guess what? We don't care who we offend. I mean, at this point, really at this point, I mean, if, if you don't have a different view about certain things, about what's right and what's wrong, then I'm, I mean, you are who you are. Period. And so, yeah. Um, shout out to um, Brian Urlacher. Um, enjoy your retirement, man. Uh, that's, that's the one thing you can say. And so, um, with that being said, um, let's go ahead, brother. Let's talk about some sports. So, um, let's get into it. So, all right, we, uh, with the resumption of sports, uh, we got a few series, um, Jamar, that is pretty much on the crust of being ended this weekend. And so can you tell me um, which NBA teams you think are going fishing? So you know what I mean by going fishing, at, you know, TNT. Which teams are going fishing this weekend? And we're talking the NBA playoffs. All right, so... I'm going to just bring up the list of uh, NBA games really quick. So, you know, the people that's not aware um, of the matchups here really Thank quick. You. All right. So uh, what we got first game, um, Bucks and Magic. Yeah, Magic's definitely going fishing today. That's a wrap. <laughs> that, that's a wrap. Um, yeah, the, the magic, like, the magic was happy, boy. They got an extension on their season. They was happy. <laughs> Matter of fact, and they don't even have to go far to go fishing. They just got to go around the corner somewhere. Exactly, man. They they get they got they got everything that's right there for them, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Now uh, next game, I think is uh, the Rockets Thunder. Now this this series became interesting. Uh, I told you it was gonna go seven, bro. I told you. But. I did hear that uh, Westbrook will probably be available for game five. So that might just add an extra element. Um, I still like the Rockets six or seven in this one, but I guess, I mean, I'll never count 
out the dog in CP3 and what he brought to that team thus far. So, but uh, I got the Thunder going fishing eventually. Uh, Lakers, Blazers, goodbye. So long, farewell. Blazers are done. I don't think Dame is playing game five either. Oh, no, he left the bubble. He's done. Oh, he left. Wow. Oh, yeah. he left the bubble. Okay. Yeah, to get another, I think, opinion on his knee. I think he's going to be down for a couple of months here. Okay, yeah. If, if he out, then DJ yes. McCullough, you're going to have to go crazy, bro. You're going to have to go crazy. Yep, go crazy like he did and think game seven last year against the Nuggets in the what, you Mr. Conference Finals. Yeah. You're going to need that three straight games. Good luck. It's not happening. Um, yeah, then tomorrow Dallas is going fishing. Um, Jazz Nuggets, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one just yet. I told you that game, that series is going seven too. And that, yeah. with that, um, I think Jazz will pull it out in seven. Maybe so, because uh, outside of Luca, uh, Donovan Mitchell has been basically the best player in the bubble in these playoffs so far. And man, going off. I, I love his game. Off. He he mm-hmm. gives me shades of like a young Dwayne Wade in a sense, but his game's a little bit more polished at his age right now, in my opinion. It is. It is. Facts. Facts. Yes, sir. So mm-hmm. uh so yeah, who so basically who you got? Well, you, you already picked the Jazz and well, I think you got the Thunder and everything else is uh I, I wanna say uh on the same page. Right. So, yeah, um, I, you know, I got the Thunder pulling off an upset. Um, as I told you, I think with Russell Westbrook coming back, but I said this weeks ago, um, he's destructive to teams, I feel like. And I feel like at times he's overly aggressive. And those overly aggressive shots often leads to fast breaks for other teams, like the Thunder. Like the Thunder that will take advantage of those fast breaks with CP3 and find ways to make easy buckets or transition threes and so um he'll get his points don't get me wrong but it's just often at times he makes very ill-advised decisions so um yeah sometimes I think uh, Russell Westbrook is self-destructive in a way and sometimes he just needs to make the extra pass not the extra shot okay so um additionally I think the Blazers are going fishing um they'll have a nice summer um, they were a tremendously scary threat, uh, but the Lakers defense and AD has just been imposing. And uh, LeBron reminds us of how great he is. Uh, he really, you know, he must have been a, just telling people, have y'all forgot? Like, wasn't that long ago. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think the Blazers are going fishing. I think definitely the Magic. Um, they were happy, man. They they were happy to have an extended season. You know, they feel important. They like, we are playing basketball at the same time the heavyweights are playing right now. We are important, baby. Like, <laughs> man, we are practicing the same time. They're practicing. This is awesome. But it all ends. It all ends today, guys. Um, Giannis is going to be out for blood. Um, I picked the Bucks in six. I did. Um Possibly the Magic, they'll put up a fight because of rest. Because of rest and because of just time to make additional adjustments. But um, I think uh, when Giannis wants to do something, generally on the basketball, he can, he, can, he can do it on the basketball court pretty much. 
and, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, um, yeah. And, um, yeah, with that, tomorrow I think the Mavericks, they are going to go fishing as well. Um, I see the Clippers just coming out and just, yeah, bashing yeah. those They're going to route them quickly. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Good luck with trying to close Kawhi out. Luca, uh, play your heart out. I tell you what, man, don't talk to the referees too much, Luca, because every time you do that, the Clippers are going to just go right down the court and score. So stop complaining to the referees so much. Stop being a baby. Get up if it's a foul. Get up and play some defense. You play pretty good defense when you actually, you know, set your feet. So um, get down to play some D, man. I realize that it's not going to be one on the offensive end. The Clippers don't win on the offensive end, guys. They win on the defensive end. And so keep that in mind. Um, I think Luca. I think the Magic, they'll put up a fight, the Mavs and the Magic, but I think eventually um, they'll be humbled. Um, and so, yeah. All right. So that leads now to um, another series that uh, will be starting tomorrow, I think, bro, and that'll be the Raptors yeah. and Celtics. Whew. Whew. That's that's gonna be fun. Scrappy. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be that's gonna be a, a series for the ages. I feel like, man. I feel like that's gonna be that's a, a heavyweight a battle. battleground. That is. Look at the matchups. Bleak versus Walker. Whew. You got uh, you got Siakam that's going up against Tatum. He Tatum. don't stick him. Yeah. Uh, you got Jalen Brown who probably gonna stick uh Siakam or he gonna uh stick the uh kid um that started with an A. Um, OG Ananobi. Oh, OG Ananobi. Um, you got uh Tias. He gonna be matched up with um. Uh, Gasol. So, or Ibaka in this case. Ibaka starts, right? No, Gasol comes, comes off. I think it's the okay. other round. Okay, Gasol starts in. Well, he's going to have his hands full of Theus with uh, Gasol and Ibaka. They are going to shoot their jumpers for sure. Now, um, but, is Laurie you know, playing? I know that's, the, that's, that's, the, that's the other matchup. So, Cal Lowry, um, he'll be matched up with. Um, in this case, Kemba Walker, right? He'll be matched up with Kemba Walker. But additionally, um, and Jason Hayward, unfortunately, Jason Tatum, I mean, unfortunately, Jason Hayward is out. That would have been, uh, Gordon Hayward, that would have been like a very good way to extend things. And I feel this series that the Celtics might miss him. They'll definitely miss um, Gordon Hayward. But, um, you know, Kemba Walker, man, uh, he'll have to really step up this series and help Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown will have to step up and help Jason Tatum. Um, they will have to be, all three of those guys have to be superstars this series in order to beat the Raptors. Um, I'm, I'm, I picked my pick, but boy, you got to give me some time um, to uh, think about this. All right, my time's up. Um, and so I'm a still ride with the Celtics, but boy, um, if the Celtics pull this off, they will have to be very disciplined. They can't afford many mistakes against the Raptors. Um, I agree, especially without Hayward, like without him, it, you know, makes it that much more tougher. 
Now, if if Laurie doesn't play, then I feel like you still got the edge. But if Laurie plays and is healthy, it's gonna be a dog fight. It's gonna. I'm gonna enjoy watching this. Right, right. So Cal Lowry is playing. Um, mm. Yeah, he's playing, and so he'll he'll be he'll he'll be on the court. So that'll make a a big difference for sure. So um, yeah. And so with that, I'm gonna have to still ride with the Celtics. But if you had to pick, Jamar, I need your pick. Whew. Whew. I, I'm I'm taking your Celtics by the skin right. of my teeth, man. By the skin of your teeth. Celtics and seven. Yeah, yeah to, if the Celtics win, it's going to have to be seven. It's going to have to be seven for sure. And so, all right, brother. Well, with this, we got our last thing to talk about in regards to sports before we get into our final thoughts. Uh, this morning. And so um, just curious, man. Um, I don't know if you've noticed uh, the trend of the Chicago Cubs lately. Um, I know you, Tristan Hemphill, Bill, and various other guests have been very confident in Chicago Cubs. Um, but just curious, um, with the trend lately of the Cubs, have you possibly now maybe just changed your thoughts or are you still confident? on the direction of that ship that I told you guys would be eventually sinking because they always do this? No, I, I haven't changed. Um, that's because, you know, teams get hot, teams get cold. Um, I, I know we're in a shorter season here, so the margin for error is definitely a lot less. But I feel like, honestly, I feel like they'll be fine. Um, as long as they, you know, handle business and win this division, I feel like they'll be all right. Um, I mean, I feel like Dodgers are still the cream of the crop. They just got to get past them. But, you know, I guess, uh, you know, the Cardinals are starting to, uh, you know, play games again. Starting to try to be a little relevant here again. Um, yeah. And the Cardinals and Brewers, they definitely have the Cubs number. Yeah, no, they do. Um, historically, and currently, I, mean, I still feel like the Cubs are still the best team in that division by far. Um, they just got to handle business and try to get off this this little rut. But I feel like uh, the other team in Chicago kind of like, you know, added on to that rudder there. So I'm not complaining too much about it. Right. Yeah, the White Sox um, definitely appear to be heading in the right direction. The one thing about that ship heading in the right direction is that there's youth behind it and strong pitching uh, with uh, Jason Cookshaw and Giolato, who congrats, by the way, through a no-hitter against the Pirates this past week. The only no-hitter in the MLB this season. And yes, it came from the South Side. Beautiful, beautiful moment. And so the White Sox definitely are heading in the right direction. I think the Cubs are as well. I think the Cubs will find a way to rebound, Jamar. So um, I, I knew that they would get into a slump I just hope that the slump don't continue to where they are below 500 and different things. Um, they got to continue to use that veteran experience, slow the game down, slow it how they play it. Don't, 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 you know, play the game how you play the game, Cubs, and get teams to play your game. If the Cubs get teams to play their game, which is pitching, which is low scoring ball games with great defense, um, very focused, um, I pinpointed game that the Cubs always play, then 
they can win and they can definitely go and, and have a deep playoff run um, to do that. And so everybody always talk about, right, with sports, right? We always talk about that top seed. And oftentimes, Jamar, as we know, those top seeds often fall at what point of the playoffs? <laughs> they often fall at the championship round of those playoffs, whether it's the NFC championship, whether it's the NBA and you got the conference finals, those teams often fall at that point. And so if the Cubs could be that team that can get hot and they can continue to stay consistent, yeah. I can assure you that the Cubs, I'd be, that'd be my pick if there was to be a NLCS. It always just seems to work that way. It always seems to work that way. And so, um, yeah, you know, the Dodgers have your great regular season, but um, don't burn yourself out because I don't think the Cubs – um, that's one thing I think they're trying to do right now. They don't want to continue to burn themselves out because of their veteran experience. Right. So that might serve them well when it really matters. So, um, yeah, I think both of those ships are heading in the right direction at this point. And so, um, yeah, we'll see as, as, as things go, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, with, with, with the Cubs, but I'm, I'm confident the Sox are heading in the right direction at this point. Um, Congrats, by the way, to um, Courtney Vandersloot of the Chicago Sky. Uh, she was voted the Conference Player of the Week. She's been balling out, bro. She's an MVP nice. candidate. Uh, she has been balling out. But the Sky, y'all got to continue to win these one-point, two-point games. You've lost at least four of them this year um, off of one-basket games. So we got to take care of those one-basket games. Um, if you did that, you easily have the best record in the WNBA. So um, shout out to the Sky for the protest, the WNBA, for their protest, the MLS, the MLB, and everyone that's been joining in um, against this fight of uh, racial tension in our country. So uh, with that, yeah, brother, um, any final thoughts before we close out? Man. Yeah, just uh, definitely want to mentioned the uh, unfortunate uh passing of uh Chadwick Bossman yesterday man yeah man sad that uh, like you know Bonnie bo- can't say no joke bro no it's not and it's fast man and just you know when they mentioned that he he had it for like the last four years and yep. the movies that he's done in that Amazing. time frame like between that and the movies that he's done in general, like for our culture, I know, mm-hmm. you know Black Panther's like the, the the face of it, but when he did Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall and James Brown, like like every movie that he's done, like had prominent roles for for Black people and and you know just reminded us that you know. You know, we we are important too. So, man, that like that that really that bothered me yesterday. Forty three mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, you know, like he had more to go, but you know, God said he, he's you know he did all that he had to do, and I right. appreciate all his work. I really do. Like, yep, really do. He's been nothing Thank but you, a class Chad. act. Nothing but a class act. Absolutely, man. It's it's just 2020. Wow, what a year! What a year, man. Um, God has definitely been at work 
And so um, it's very sad to see what happened. Um, rest in peace, by the way, as well, Lou Olson, the great coach for the uh, Arizona Wildcats basketball program. Um, it's just been a number of passes this week. Um, you know, rest in peace to, um, you know, a lot of just guys that's been dying around the city for the past few weeks, rappers, different things, shootings, um, people passing from COVID. Um, it's been a rough year thus far, but God has definitely been at work. And so um, I won't lean not, not on my own understanding, but I'll just continue to trust in the Lord with all my heart. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I know some, some, some better is coming out of this and from the God I serve and know that. And so, um, rest in peace, Chad, man. Thank you for all the memories. Um, your work is there and it'll always be there. Your spirit will always be here. And so even though you moved on in the physical, um, your spirit will always remain. So, um, prayers for that family, prayers for his wife, uh, his kids and, you know, same for the Olsen family and many others that have been losing um, loved ones uh, during this time. So, yeah, uh, rest in peace and God bless and prayers, definitely prayers up. And so, um, yeah, man, for me, my final thoughts are, um, you know, everyone, if you can wear that mask, it's not just about you. It's about the common good of society. Um, let's not lose focus on what uh, is going on as well with this pandemic. Um, the CDC is estimating around 317,000 deaths um, in December. And so right now, guys, we are heading now into September and it's the flu season. And so we gotta be very careful to, if we can get our flu shots, um, you know, and just be very careful with how we're moving and different things. Um, you know, for the safety of others and for ourselves and for our families and people that are around us. So, um, and additionally, you know, put the guns down um, and remember that, you know, if you keep God first, everything else should come to after. And so um, everyone, you know, let's let go of this pride. Let's let go of thinking we're right. Let's listen to each other. Let's be open and let's just go with what's right. Let's go with what's right. And so, um, Yes. You guys be blessed. Have a blessed week. Um, and this concludes our session this morning, August 29th, 2020, uh, for the early morning sports talk podcast. Um, God bless. Jamar, as always, appreciate you, my brother. Absolutely. Peace out, everyone. Wakanda forever.